Hi, and welcome to Serenity Now, a place for entrepreneurs to ask questions, learn, get connected, and be inspired. Join us as we talk about all things business and the search for the ever elusive Serenity Now in both business and personal life. In this episode of Serenity Now for Entrepreneurs, we unpack what it means when someone says, I am an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur is, a, is about service to people and helping people and getting them what they need and being the change maker and, and getting in there and pulling, you know, pulling up your elbows and doing whatever needs to be done. And there's a high that comes with a busy, busy day, but look at all the things that you've accomplished. The funny thing is that people assume that there is greater freedom when you are a business owner. Let's see what Peggy says about taking a vacation. For 30 years, I've taken a couple weeks a year and gone away, but I just realized it's not normal to do your emails when you're on a holiday. In the, and it's not, and it, I actually didn't know any difference. We often hear leaders eat last. Who does Rita feel gets put last as a business owner? And we talk about the whole thing of put your mask on first, you know, make sure you take care of yourself so then you can take care of others. Yeah, I don't have time to grab the mask. I don't have time to do that. <laughs> yep. We're too, I'm too the plane's busy. going down. <laughs> and now that we are entrepreneurs, can we ever go back working as a staff member for another business? Candice, your question was, would someone hire you? I think someone would hire me, honestly. And I think that I would be a great employee because I work 16 hours. I mean, they would get <laughs> so much out of me. We do this job that that we really couldn't pay somebody else to do because labor <laughs> relations would be all over us um, with breaking multiple, multiple rules. And uh, so we're going to share a little bit about our entrepreneur experience um, from the inside. And we all want you to know, listening to this podcast, that uh, that being an entrepreneur is normal and that you're not alone. Entrepreneurship has its normalcy and it's not necessarily for everyone. Take a listen and see what resonates with you if you're a business owner and what to expect if you aren't one yet, but exploring this option. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Serenity Now for Entrepreneurs. Today with me, I have Peggy and Nina, Stephanie and Rita, and I am Candice. Today, we're going to talk about this crazy life of entrepreneurship. Why do we do it? and all the all the insanity that goes with it we do this job that that we really couldn't pay somebody else to do because labor <laughs> relations would be all over us um with breaking <laughs> multiple multiple rules and uh so we're going to share a little bit about our entrepreneur experience um from the inside so nina why don't you start well, I think this is a really interesting topic because I often have people say to me, you're so lucky you work for yourself. And I, th <laughs> I think to myself, if they only knew. Um, so there's some great things that come with entrepreneurship, but you it you can't turn your brain off. This is part of like, my name's Nina. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I have a <Yes>. problem. <laughs> Hi, Nina. So, <laughs> Hi. So, so it's like people think, and then they, when they start hearing about it a little bit, like, what do you mean you take your computer on vacation? What do you mean, like, you, you're working at, like, uh, 2 a.m.? What do you mean you get up at 5 a.m. for workouts? But it's like, that's, 
every day is different for me. That's for sure. And I, I, I do love that, but there is so many things that come with being an entrepreneur. And like you said, Candace, that at the beginning, we would be breaking so many BC labor laws <laughs> with how we work. There's no breaks. <laughs> we, we work on vacation. We do all these things that we would never expect our employees to do, but that's part of the passion. I think that is being an entrepreneur. What do you guys think? Can you relate? I think it's um, it's a little bit of a dis-ease, like your body when you are, when I go on vacation and I'm not working on something, I'm not at ease. I'm like, well, uh, how do I have time? I don't understand that. How do I have extra time? Where does this extra time actually come from? Um, so same thing, you know, if uh, if there's a deadline or, or I am pulling 16 hour days, um, if someone needs help, I'm the one to, you know, swoop in and, and attempt to save uh, the day and uh, and leaders eat last. Right. Simon Sinek. And I feel like I don't usually eat my lunch. Or actually, I don't even eat breakfast. And then I don't eat until sometimes 2 or 2.30 in the afternoon. And uh, people are like, so you look a little pale. You might want to eat something. <laughs> and when we were back in the office, it would, you know, they would take turns. My staff would take turns and just check. And did you eat yet? That was like the question <laughs> I heard the most. So it's um, it's an interesting life for sure. Um, and, you know, an entrepreneur starting two businesses is even crazier. I don't think I've got a great handle of that yet, um, but it is something that uh, is unique. What about you, Rita? I, I'm sitting here laughing at the comments that you guys have already made. I, I kind of want to go with Nina's flow of saying, hi, my name's Rita and I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> hi, Rita. Hi. <laughs> hi, Rita. <laughs> and I just feel better saying that and you guys acknowledging me just for that moment. Uh I get questions all the time and people go, well, I want to be the CEO. And I, I turn around and go, here's the chair. There you go. Take all of this, the aches, the pains, the headaches, the no sleep. And uh, like like Stephanie said, swooping in, saving the day or just trying to fix everything, make sure everyone's happy, make sure everyone's OK. And we talk about the whole thing of put your mask on first you know, make sure you take care of yourself so then you can take care of others. Yeah, I don't have time to grab the mask. I don't have time to do that. Yep. We're, I'm too the plane's busy. going down. <laughs> I'm too busy. Yeah, rushing, putting out all the fires, making sure everyone else. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. So, you know, we pull the crazy, you know, 16, 18. There have been 24-hour days. There literally have been 24-hour days when you've got filing deadlines, when you've got funding deadlines, when you've got 11th hour issues, when the lawyers are saying crap, and this happens almost every time, where is the insurance on the funding of the property? <laughs> and you're saying, how did we not get this again? <laughs> how did we not yep. do this again? <laughs> and so, and then uh, the whole time as you're, you're, you know, I guess, Peggy, I love how you said, you know, the plane's going down, the fires are out, the, the oxygen masks are hanging down. We're trying to also go and everything is OK and I'm totally fine and don't worry about anything. Yep. Slightly screaming on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> All is OK on the outside. But, but there's a reason for the chaos. And, and I do have my breaks and I do get to, you know, run away. But 
that that business, that whole mindset, the team, the clients, they're always there. They're always in my head. And it's because I still actually, in spite of all this, love what I do. Right. Yeah. So, so I'll throw it over to you, Peggy. Well, you know, I just realized while I was talking to you guys earlier that I've never really had a vacation. I have gone away. For 30 years, I've taken a couple weeks a year and gone away, but I just realized it's not normal to do your emails when you're on a holiday. In the, and it's not, and it, I actually didn't know any difference. My world has so been. I'm sorry to ruin your vacation. You guys, you did. I thought that was a holiday, and now I realize I've never really had a holiday. And then I realized, you know, when I was at Deloitte, I actually sold my business in there and I worked there that I, I was not cut out for that. I took a month off because I said to them, I have never, ever had a one-month break from this place. I worked every day, and I took that without pay, and I still did all the, all the you know, approvals and, and uh, problem-solving from my break. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought that was normal. Today, I learned that it's not normal to do your emails on a holiday. And I would like to go back and repeat all those holidays. And, all those yeah. <laughs> and I would like to see what they look like when you don't have your computer with you. So yeah. that's my take on it. I didn't know that wasn't normal. Thanks for enlightening me. Now I'm upset. <laughs> I'm going to pitch in here. This um, So maybe it's not normal for other people, but for entrepreneurs, I have to argue that maybe that is normal because, uh, you know, I do that too. The thing that sticks in my head about what's crazy about being an entrepreneur is my husband always says I'm busy. And, you know, that I don't know, I guess I guess I always look busy, but there's certain times where I'm like, well, I'm not really that busy. And he, and he just shakes his head at me because he, <laughs> my husband is not an entrepreneur. Um, and he, you know, after all these years, he still really doesn't get me. But um but uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess I guess we are all always busy, and that's and that's just what we do. Like it, I don't know. Like you you don't feel right unless you are busy. So, yep, that's right. Yeah, that's my staff will say point. like I wanna I'll take a vacation, and then I'll actually go and start another business during that vacation. <laughs> and I come back, and, they're like, hey. and I invented a board game when I was on a bus in Taiwan, and I came back and I'm like, look at what I just invented, and they're like. Stop doing that. <laughs> I I actually was accused of changing things from my walk to my desk to the bathroom and back, so I can't imagine being on a, a long distance fl- a trip. How much you might create stuff. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Oh, that's too funny. So I guess that begs the question, ladies: Why do we do this? I'll let Steph carry on with that thought. Oh man. Um... I think it stemmed from when I had my three-year-old in tow when I came back from Taiwan, and I just went, so I have to drop him off at daycare at 9.30, not daycare, preschool, and then I have to pick him up at 11.30? I'm like, how is that going to work? Like, who can work for two hours and then just leave? And so I had, in my body, I had every bone that said, don't be an entrepreneur, and Murphy's Law you know, that happens. I think the key thing for me is impact, you know, with the grants that we help every single business with, um, you know, when I think longer term of, of why am I, you know, my kids are grown and they're in school. So why do I still do this? I guess is the question. And it is impact. It's making sure that every client that we work with gets top notch, you know, service, 
um, and gets what they expect from from this relationship. And so um, I remember thinking, like, do I really want to grow the business into teams? And we went pre-COVID from seven people to 21 people, which is insane. Mm -hmm. But the market drove it. So do you say no to people because it's like, oh, okay, I have enough, which, you know, there's always, there's always enough, but the, the challenge is there's other people who need your services. And when that happens and you're not able to point to someone else who can really help them, then you really want to step in and do things um, differently and, and serve. And so that's my why. Um, Nina, what do you, what is your why? So, I, you know, it's funny when we were talking about, like, you know, Peggy was saying that it's not, I've never had a vacation. This is not normal. But, like, to me, it's other people's lives are not normal that work <laughs> nine to five. Like, I think that's not normal. I don't. It isn't it's normal. 17, it's 17 years I've been an entrepreneur. It may be a little longer. Um, but I can't imagine working a nine to five and then coming home and turning off my brain. I don't even know how to do that so I mean uh, so I think my why is that why do I keep doing it this is normal to me now after 17 years this is normal and I like having every day being different I like having autonomy in my day it is they are long hours they are busy days but I get to decide how I want to do that to some degree with clients input of course <laughs> and what they need um, but I get to decide and I can still pick up my kids from school and I can still drop them off and you know I can still decide which a, a month I want to go on vacation for and for how long I might have to take my laptop with me but I can still choose that I don't have to submit a vacation request and like that was the reason I left my job because they wouldn't give me a month's vacation to go to Europe so that's how it all started. Um, and I was like, well, who's going to go to Europe for two weeks? That's insane. So um, <laughs> so that's that started it and it continues. But I, I love it. I think it's just it is something like you said, a disease stuff that um, it's just in your blood. So it's in my blood. This is what I know. This is what I do. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Peggy? Well, I actually didn't know that there was a different way of life. When, you know, 30 years ago, I did the same as Steph. I left a government job, commuting, nine to fiving, and I had two little kids. So I left and I purposely, and you imagine this 30 years ago, I purposely worked like a nine to two. I worked that so that, you know, my mom could daycare for me and then she could go to her three o'clock job and I'd be there. And that just continued on when the school age happened because it just works magically with school. And then I hired similar women to work for me that wanted to work nine to two. And that was a really untapped resource. And I had very grateful employees because they too could work nine to two. So yeah, I did. I was a bit of a change maker on that front, but it was a different kind of thing. I kept my business small while my children were little. And I was able to decide that by the hours that I restricted my work. So I was still the mom at picking them up at school and, you know, going to field days and all that thing, uh, that kind of thing. But um, yet I still had a, a thriving consulting practice. And it was later when they were older, I was able to, you know, hire employees, grow bigger, spend more time at it. So, you know, it is it is about the flexibility. But also, you know, I did have that experience of selling and going to work in a big organization later. And I'm going to tell you, I got the biggest honor at the Christmas party was I got runner up for the person who was least at their desk. 
Is that a good thing? Well, I just, I could not do the corporate thing and put a headset on and sit and talk to a computer all day and sit at a desk. I was used to being interactive with people and, and, you know, entrepreneurial where you try to get stuff done. Totally. Honestly, guys, I did not fit there. I was, it was really out of my zone, especially that whole regiment of nine to five. Yeah. Because yeah. I love to get up in the morning, sit at my computer, knock up a couple hours of, of work, and then have breakfast, go for a golf game, come home, look at a few more, you know, hours of work. I prefer that. That's, that's my gig in my old age. It wasn't when I was young, so I'm taking it now and spreading my hours across the day and across every holiday, like Nina said. How about you, Candace? So for me, I kind of accidentally fell into being an entrepreneur. I did start it as an employee, and and uh, and uh, at some point, it, I was like, well, if I'm not going to be a partner in this firm eventually, I guess I'll probably move on. So I guess, and that was resolved. So I became a partner of the firm <laughs> I'm at, <laughs> and it wasn't said in a in a mean way or anything like that. It was just like, well, the, 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 I naturally assumed that that was next, but not realizing what I was actually getting myself into, but it was a, it's a natural fit. I, the, the flexibility, the make, being able to decide the helping people like, you know, like a lot of, you know, the, on, being an entrepreneur is, a, is about service to people and helping people and getting them what they need and being the change maker and, and getting in there and pulling, you know, pulling up your elbows and doing whatever needs to be done. And there's a high that comes with, a busy, busy day, but look at all the things that you've accomplished. And, you know, when you get to experience that day, uh, you know, maybe not every day, but lots of the days, you, you, I don't know, I think you kind of become addicted to the feeling of being in control and making changes and getting things done. And, and, and it's a slippery slope, I have to yeah, say. Totally. <laughs> what about you, Rita? Well, you guys keep talking about, or people talk about this nine to five thing. And I just don't know what that is. I've never had a nine to five job in my life. Um, when, when I first started, I started in retail, but I guess being who we all are, the type A's, like I was putting myself through university through UBC and I started in retail. And next thing I know is like, oh, well, okay, I'm number one in this. Now I'm number one in that. Now I've got to move up the ranks. And before I was completing, like in my third year at university, I was running three locations. I was profit sharing. I was also full time at university and I was partying it up. So I don't know what this sleep business is. I don't know what this <laughs> nine to five is. Yeah. I've never, ever lived my life like that. It's all in. It's like every cylinder firing, you know, you know, you roll out of bed, you're running to the location like, hey, I'm here. I've got this. And then zipping off to university. Um, and, you know, it's. That's normal life. And then after that, you know, walked into, you know, consulting overseas. That's you don't work in Beijing from nine to five. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's the and the yeah, the cell phones are always on. And then you come back and then I started in finance and banking world. I was like, oh, maybe this is a nine to five. What the heck? The shackles are on, <laughs> you know, ball and chain. Here's a Blackberry. 
And, you know, here's a laptop. And so nonstop. So I don't think I've done anything different. My life as an entrepreneur is still the same as I've always lived. Um, but I've done things just a, a little bit more differently in terms of there were certain things I didn't like. Um, there were certain things that I didn't like to do. Endless meetings, you know, the pats on the back. I just want to get the work done. You know, the whole goal of doing what I'm doing every day and the reason why I work these hours and and these, you know, perhaps to others might be scary, uh, you know, thoughts about what we do. But it's like Steph said, it's like Peggy and Nina and Candace said, it's the impact. We do what we do because in our world, we help manage the gap between entrepreneurs and, and raising money or getting access to capital. I've lived that life where we haven't had that. I've lived that life where it's been a struggle. And to help people bridge that gap every day is amazing. I get to do the happy dance with them. I get to cry with them. I get to be a part of that joy, the impact, the ripple effect of how that extends to the customers, to the staff, to the vendors, and the rest of the community. I mean, why the heck wouldn't you do this is my question. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So question for all of you. Would anybody hire you as an employee? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, clearly they almost fired me at Deloitte. So I've already proven that one out. <laughs> I think that if I was to actually be an employee, I would probably be very hired very, or fired very quickly. I, I, I do think that not being the one calling in the shots might be a problem for me to adjust to, for sure. You know, do you know what it is, yeah. you guys? It's there is no politics when you work for yourself. Mm -hmm. the, you create the environment in which you live. So if you want to be, you know, you know, talking behind people's back and creating controversy in your business, like who would want that, right? So you have the power to erase all that or to stop it in its tracks. Whereas large organizations are so full of politics and I'm not a game player. I'm a straight shooter and I call things as I see them with a the goal of improvement and service to the client. And those big firms, people are all in there for their individual agendas, the politics and playing the game and the, and what you see at the end of the day sometimes is the people that are least likely to service the client and provide good. I mean, sure, they have the knowledge, but do they actually get the work done? And, and no, they're there for their career. They're 80 percent of their time is spent advancing themselves and doing the right things and saying the right thing and, you know, rubbing up to the right person. I am so not that person. That is such no. a hard gig. <laughs> Mm -mm. I could never yeah. see you. I got a big, I got a big fail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see you being hauled into HR for sure. Yeah. No, oh, never, yeah. ever, ever. Not HR. Not HR. No, no not just, HR. I just didn't play the, the politic game, the partner game that I was right. a partner. So I said what I thought. And whoa, you don't do that in those organizations. So how do you move forward? How do you improve if everybody's playing a different card game i don't get it Anyhow. so candace your question was would someone hire you i think someone would hire me honestly and i think that i would be a great employee because i work 16 hours i mean they would get <laughs> so much out of me whether or not i would be able to work with someone else i think i echo you know there's just a lot that was said in this call today um and the key thing is 
actually what really, really resonates is the impact with um, staff. So I'm at a stage in my business where it's, you know, you're not in survival mode anymore and you're in, you know, fortunately for us, we're in abundance, which is great. And so it's how do we help our staff develop their careers and help them be stronger in a range of different ways? Um, so that to me, I think I wouldn't necessarily be able to make an impact on if I was to work for someone else. I'm going to echo that, Steph. You can't make that impact in a bigger organization. You can't. I tried. You can't. Yeah. So I do I think I am hireable? I think possibly. Do I think I'd be a good hire? I I think I might have problems with authority figures since I've been the authority figure for so long. So it yeah. would be very difficult to uh to to go with that, to follow uh, someone else's direction when I've set the direction for myself for so long, I think that would be hard. Now, like maybe the benefits, pension, all that stuff might be great, but I just, I don't see myself doing that. I think I'm just going to be an entrepreneur for life. So, um, Rita, what about you? You know, I, I, um, at the, at the end of every fiscal, I ask the same question to myself. Uh, are, do you want to actually keep doing this to yourself <laughs> or do you want to go look <laughs> yeah. at this place that that every two weeks something comes in? <laughs> it's called a paycheck and these awesome benefits. And 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 then there are some different support systems in place. And I, I get a chance to talk to my colleagues that are still in the finance world and they, they knock on the door all the time and say, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to come back and for for eight years, I've said no, <laughs> but I I don't know I don't know if I'd be hireable in in kind of the old role that I ever did, but in in a slightly new role where maybe I would help help kind of teach or train or support an entrepreneurial mindset within the banks or within finance. Uh, but of course, I'd have to be able to have my own show, run my own thing. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to tell me what to do. I create my own performance metrics. Wait a second. Am I being the boss? Oh, right. So maybe yeah. it doesn't work again. <laughs> but, you know, the, there could be there could be a place. There could be something there. But if there is, it's an organization or an association that is entrepreneurial. And so yeah. that that's how it has to be in order for me to perhaps look at something like that again. Um, but I'm with staff and uh, in terms of, man, you get so much money, you know, so much bang for your buck with the 50 hours I'd work <laughs> a day right? for you. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, you can't great. go wrong with that. <laughs> well, there's there's one thing we didn't touch on and like that as a creative person, when I'm doing design and things like that, I'm not always creative at certain times of the day. I can't do it necessarily nine to five. Like I might inspiration might hit me at three o'clock and then it's like it's like doing a painting so you don't stop once you're in the flow you keep going in terms of design and so I might keep going until eight o'clock so that's where it, that nine to five really didn't work for me it's just because mm -hmm. I can't force myself to be creative in a certain time period you know <laughs> and and yeah turn it on and turn it off <laughs> yeah so we definitely covered the full gambit. Entrepreneurship is like a fast ride, lots of lots of ups and lots of downs. And we and uh, for us, it's it's the way of life. 
Um, and we all want you to know, listening to this podcast, that uh, that being an entrepreneur is normal and that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Listen to our podcast and you won't feel alone. <laughs> <laughs> You'll understand it's all normal. <laughs> so I think we I think what we're all trying to say is that this being an entrepreneur, there is no standard way of doing it. Um, everyone's lives are going to be different, how you set up your business, how you set up your day. And um, and it's OK. <laughs> it's OK. One day at a time. Just breathe. It's normal to have the ups and the downs um, and then enjoy uh, the benefits, the payoff. Do you have anything else to add to that, Candice? Um, you know what? I would just say, you know what? It, it is. It, it is. It's all normal. Um, you know, to, to take this entrepreneurial journey on your terms. Try not to fit it into other people's terms and and enjoy it. Like it's it's fun if you let it. So, Rita. Yeah, I I echo what you both say. Um, create your own normal. Enjoy your own normal. You're you're not alone. You know, and if you ever feel alone, just listen in to us um, wild women uh, over here. Um, and then and just like like I echo what what Nina and Candace are saying, enjoy it, enjoy the moment and enjoy what you're doing and the impact and the ripple effect of what you're doing in the lives of not just yourself, but everybody around you. Keep shining your light. Entrepreneurs is what I love to say. We hope you enjoyed this episode where the Serenity Sisters shared the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. It's not a path that everyone takes, and it often isn't the easiest path out there. In fact, as you've heard, there are serial entrepreneurs that start multiple businesses and do it successfully, but we've also failed in juggling several ventures at a time. The goal of this podcast is to provide business owners with some serenity now. Please share this episode with those who you feel could resonate with I Am An Entrepreneur and could use a laugh or feel that they are alone in their journey because they're not. Remember, none of the content in this podcast should be relied upon as standard legal or business advice. Always consult a professional for your specific business. You may know someone who could benefit from this podcast. Please share it with your business community and perhaps it can give an entrepreneur you know some serenity now.